Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm trying to elevate small talk to medium talk. Hi, I'm Alexander Chester, and Av, you don't feel 100? Who ever feels 100? I've never felt above 72 in my entire life. And I'm Av Sinensky, and being super tired and low energy is just my personality. Welcome back to Pretty, Pretty, Pretty Good, formerly a Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast, and for one week only, an 86th podcast. Uh, 86, the web series co-created by Cassie David and Elisa Kalani, which originally aired starting in April of 2017. Av, uh, when did you first hear of 86? Uh, I think when you mentioned it on an earlier episode of this podcast. Oh, just in the last couple of weeks or like a year or two ago? No, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, you mentioned okay. it. Yeah. Or maybe it was maybe it was a month. But yeah, you you mentioned it in passing or for a purpose. And I don't remember why. And well, I didn't even know it existed. Let's put the, the timing of when the show first comes on in context. So season eight of Curb airs in 2011. And then we have no Curb for years and years and years. Suddenly, it's April of 2017. It's six years later. And Cassie David drops four episodes of a web series on YouTube to very little fanfare. Yeah, I guess that's a little surprising. You would think just yeah. the name would, would have gotten exactly. a little bit more attention. And then that summer. Yeah, like I, as I said, I, lit- I literally have never heard of this before you recently mentioned it. Yeah. Um, and that summer, Curb then announces a couple months after 86 starts, um, Curb announces that it's going to come back later in that year for season nine. And then, of course, it does in the fall. Uh, meanwhile, Cassie is pumping out another four episodes of her series. And yeah, it, it's surprising to me how little attention it got. Um, I only heard of it because my brother sent it to me. Um, right. At some point a few years ago. And I, it was, or maybe it was during pandemic, probably two years ago, I would guess, because that's the most time that people share things with each other. Um, yeah. And, and I was like, oh, this feels like a missing, a very small missing piece of the curb puzzle because you're actually seeing Larry's real life daughter, a, a character who doesn't exist in the world of curb. Um, and she is very much uh, Larry's daughter. Um, yeah, there are certainly ways, you know, and certainly like just like turns of phrase and just like ways of framing things that I was like, okay, this is this is very derivative of Curb in certain yeah. ways. Um, and then there's, of course, just like the selfishness, the hypocrisy, you know, um, the, you know, caring, what, caring very deeply about what people think about you. Yeah. Um, well, but I know, would there, say there's, there's big, definitely a lot of through lines. Yeah. But then there's also big personality differences. You know, Larry is a self-proclaimed misanthrope, but he actually loves people and like he'll insist he doesn't. But, you know, he um, whereas Cassie gives off a much more depressed perspective, very like very clearly. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll, and we should also just say, like, we we have a lot of information on which to base on that the character of Larry David, uh, first and foremost, because they share a name, is supposed to be some version of the real life Larry David. Like, I don't think there's any indication that in this web series, Cassie is playing necessarily a version of herself as opposed to just a character that she invented, like, you know, anyone else in myriad number of TV shows where we don't assume something about the creator just from the character they play. So. For sure, for sure. Um, and again, she gives the character Remy a different name. At the same time, um, did you see uh, Jim Crumley uh, shared in the Pretty Pretty Good Curb chat that Cassie David was on Seth Meyers just last week? Yes, I did see that he shared that. I I meant to go back to that, so I never saw that. So uh, honestly, so, why don't we uh, why don't we play it? Because I haven't had the opportunity. Well, it's to see like it ten anymore. minutes long. I think it's a little long to play on the podcast. Oh, okay, so then let's not but, do that. Fine, fair enough. Yeah. I thought it was shorter. But, uh, but, yeah, I, but, so what, but I guess so. Then give us the uh, the overall takeaway. Yeah, it's 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 entertaining. Uh, Seth Meyers is a terrible uh, interviewer in in this. He like he keeps on like interrupting her and like stepping on her stories. He's very annoying. But she uh is she's talking about how nervous she is. And she doesn't want to be here. How on the way there she was in the cab and praying that the that the cab would get in her car accident. She would die that way she could avoid going on Seth Meyers' show. Like it's uh it was it was it was very uh very Remy vibes. Let's say or perhaps yeah. it's Remy okay. Cassie vibes. Okay, so I mean it's certainly possible. It's you know definitely intended to be a version of her. But, yeah, I mean uh, it was she was very funny because she talked about how she's on some new Netflix series. But her character, who's not a major character, gets killed in a gruesome fashion in like the third episode. And none of this is a spoiler for the show, the way it's presented. Um, if it is, I apologize. Um, and then her like cadaver body double like doll that they that they made in props gets more airtime than she does. Because for like the next like however many episodes, you see this body all bloody in the middle of the floor. Again, I have no idea what the show is about. But um, so it was it was I thought it was very funny. Uh, it was a good clip. And apparently yeah. Cassie David is doing more because like, you know, in 2017, when the show dropped and this partly might be explained why it didn't get a lot of attention, like she wasn't she was she was if she had any fame at all, it's because of who her father was. And also her boyfriend at the time was Pete Davidson. Right. Although Pete Davidson at the time was like mm. starring on SNL. He wasn't like the most famous desired man in America, as he apparently now is. Right. Um, because he was only dating uh, Cassie David, not, yeah, uh, oh, yes. you know, huge only, pop stars. Yeah. Only the daughter of a half billionaire, not uh, a half billionaire herself. <laughs> How much is Kim Kardashian worth? I have zero idea. Uh, I assume a, a lot more than Larry David. A lot more. So you're saying I, you're, you give I, another, I, I would be that? very so I would be very surprised if she's not a billionaire. Um, but I have no idea. All right, um, pick, pick I number, will guess I will guess she is worth four billion dollars. Wow. Okay, um, since we okay, Dr. I Jen, no I don't... Dr. Jen is actually uh, in the building live for a podcast for like the first time ever, and she just called out and said uh, very authoritatively that she is worth nine hundred million dollars. Oh, okay, all right. So um, I guess I'm off. Well, hold I'm on. off by three billion dollars. According to Google, Kim Kardashian is worth one point eight billion dollars. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so I so I was still off by more, but I feel like I was still kind of right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're for sure right. Um, yeah, she was off by fifty percent. It's double her guess. Well, I was also off by double because I said four billion, and it was less than half of that. But I feel like by me oh, being in billions makes me oh, right. Okay. Oh, maybe well, I said three. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. All right, fine. It was similar, but yeah, Kim I was Kim right. She's definitely a billionaire. More than Larry David, and certainly more. Than yeah. Larry no, I, I was yeah. very confident that she was a billionaire. Yeah. And it's also that it's like one, ten, hundred. What's the difference? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, I was trying to figure out, like, after watching um, the series uh, last week. So Kazi and Kalani, her her co-creator, they would go on to develop a pilot for Amazon called Half Empty, 
which was not picked mm-hmm. up. And then uh, she broke up with Pete Davidson in 2018 after two and a half years. Smart. And, and then, well, I would say mistake, but for her it was smart. Yeah, I think she's smart. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think you want to be married to Pete Davidson. I, I don't know. He, he seems to be going uh, more. Wild. Anyways, um, and then she comes out with a collection of essays in 2020 called No One Asked for This, which is a funny title. Right. Then yes, I, I listened to uh, I listened to a podcast episode that she was on with um, Whitney Cummings. Mm. Uh, they were talking about they were both talking about their books. Ah. Um, it was it was they I, I find both of them amusing, and uh, it was a fun conversation. It's worth listening. Um, it's worth listening to. What podcast is this? It was long. It's it's whatever Whitney Cummings podcast is. She has oh, okay. podcast. It was long. I I should, it was we, should we play it? On yeah, the it was like an hour. It was like an hour and a half. Should we play? You know, should we we'll play on the podcast? Let's, yeah. let's do that. All right, then we could like go. To, we could go take a nap. And, yeah. Uh, so, and that's but, your show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Akiva has this 15 minute song he wants me to put at the end of a 32 fans episode. I'm like that. That's half an episode <laughs> right there. I mean, you could just say, and now we're going to play a 15-minute song. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you should just give and call, it a, and call it a Patreon episode? Yeah, I mean, how long is a Patreon episode anyway? 19 uh, minutes? Uh, 15 minutes and, and an introduction, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that, and then so she comes with this collection of essays in 2020, and that's all I knew about her. That's all Wikipedia says about her until all of a sudden she's on Seth Meyers last week, so she's, she's uh, acting again. So that's uh, good for her. Hope we get to see more Cassie David. Yeah, and you know, to, to your point, you know, back to the you know, kind of the uh, original or second question or whatever it was at this point. Um, like, I did kind of like have this like gnawing um, question like the entire time I'm watching this show of like, so is, is this character Remy? Like, are we supposed to think that she is um, the daughter of some like Larry David like character? Oh. And does and does that impact hmm. the story? Not really, but like it was just like in the back of my my mind the whole time. Like, oh, this is Larry David's daughter. Yeah. Um, well, but I think. But do you think she's trying to avoid that? Because I think she's kind of. Oh, I, I mean, I don't think she, you know, makes reference to it in any way at all. Like, I mean, she's, she's a wealthy. She's a wealthy twenty-something-year-old um, white girl living in uh, the neighborhood where all the celebrities live, uh, who right. doesn't have a job and yet seems to have, uh, you know, uh, unlimited funds and time. So right, but like her parents could also just people like who made a few million dollars in real estate. Sure, and like that story sure. tracks. Like sure. she, her dad yeah, doesn't yeah. have to be the creator of Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So I'm not thinking of her necessarily as her dad created Seinfeld, but I am thinking of her as her dad is some like rich guy who's accomplished significant things, um, uh, and she's just uh, riding that wave. And maybe her her dad also rode the wave from somebody else. I don't know, but um. Yeah, I, yeah. So it was funny. I think it was like, like let me put it this way. I think if she, didn't, if, her... she, if she didn't want, let me put it this way. Let's assume that she is playing Larry David's daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing else would have to be different. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it works as it's that. Just, she it doesn't mention her parents. Just like, just like, yeah, like her, uh, her dad is like an orthodontist who does well, and mm. you know, you know, pays for her apartment. Like, like he, you don't yeah. need to be like that rich to like have this. Like, we don't, we don't see any like. She's not like in the Bahamas, like with her friends. Like, she's like living a normal, like you know, yeah. upper middle class life for like a single person in her twenties or thirties. Yeah, but um, without a job, like she just not, does nothing all day. Yeah, yeah. So her parents are well yeah. off, but like they don't have to be billionaires. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't think I knew anybody like that, and I knew people who uh, sort of fit the the protocol you're defining. 
No, nah, maybe I did. I just didn't realize that. That's probably that's probably. Yeah, I think I think that's probably what it is. I think you yeah. probably had friends that were, uh, you know, I gave them more credit. Other... I, I gave them more credit than they deserved. Yeah, and they were getting getting uh, mm. getting help, which you know, yeah, we all get help. for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll take help. Anyone yeah. else give me money? We will accept. We actually have a. Uh, if you go to our website, oh, uh, what a segue! Uh, the pretty pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> like you could actually uh, you could be a sponsor. There's there, there's different ways you could send this money. Just go mm. to like the anchor thing. I don't know exactly what they're called. Sponsorships, right? You know, this that. Just give us. You pay us money to do the podcast for you. you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. How, how are Ob's daughters going to afford these apartments in their twenties? Yeah, I mean, you. Uh, we actually just, uh, I just uh, cleared the accounts on, uh, on. You know, we were we're at the demarcation line here in this podcast. Uh, Curb your enthusiasm coverage for now. We don't know what the future beholds, but for now is over. Uh, we're moving on to other things. So I figured, you know, it's time to clear out the accounts. Let's figure out, uh, you know, how much money we made off of this thing and. Um, I will tell you, you know, those uh, that two digit number that we each got was uh, pretty fantastic. If you divide it by minutes of podcast. Um, oh, uh, that's very depressing. <laughs> that's a very depressing math problem. Yeah, I, f- I feel like when other people are billing my time, they bill it at a higher rate. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say before. So um, Whitney asked Cassie. Um, so like, well, like you were like growing up. Was it like a big deal that Larry David was your father? And she's like, no, not at all. Like, like in the context of like Los Angeles, like no, no one cared about my dad, like in like the nineties, like, well, he's just like, well, yeah, it wasn't a big deal at all. Yeah. But also um, I think she's means that she lived in such a privileged community where everybody. Oh, else for sure. Meaning like, yeah, also, everyone was in show oh, you're, business you're, in Hollywood, whatever. My dad, Steven Spielberg, you're going to brag to me about Larry David. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. Yeah. Or like actors or like, like no one knew who Larry David was until yeah. Curb. Like, you know, th- it wasn't like the way the business worked back then like it was all about like you know famous actors like that's what like sold movies that those were the famous people like oh you were oh you wrote for a sitcom great good <laughs> like no one cares yeah. yeah but but that's why i love to think of like in the world of curb at what point does larry become famous but i have to remember that in the world of curb curb doesn't exist but everything that happens within curb does exist you know he's on broadway he's national yeah. news for being so a certainly he's victim. not certainly he's not famous from broadway I think the fat was the most famous thing about him. That I was guess, like global but news. like, but like you could have also, but it's like it could also just been like one of those like you know twenty four hour stories that then everyone forgets about. Other than like when he, when Larry David comes back up again, it's like oh right, the fat guy. Like yeah. I don't think that's on anyone's on anyone's radar. Like our news cycles are psychotic. As yeah, know. well, we talked about old man wrestles tiny woman. Like there's no or he wouldn't be referred to as old man. He'd be referred to as Larry David. Um, right. Yeah. We did talk about that. And yeah, yeah, I guess it's I probably he would have. It was yeah. um but Larry wants to have it, it wasn't even old man, it was just man fights tiny old. Man. Oh yes, man. They didn't even yeah. give him old. He was non <laughs> completely nondescript. <laughs> Not even old, yeah. All right, so should we jump into a uh, you know a brief discussion? I was just thinking episode? the same thing. We should probably talk about the uh, the matter at hand a little bit more in depth. Um, I was thinking, I guess we can just kind of like go uh, chronologically through the episodes and give our uh, tidbits on each one. Is there a better way to do it? We probably should have discussed this earlier, but yeah, we didn't, no, so. that works. Yeah. I'll lead off with episode one. Go ahead. Promise yeah. I'll win. Promise um, I'll win. Well, not much happens. Uh, we learn that Cassie David's uh, character, Remy, her boyfriend dumped her. And she's very concerned with how her social media will depict her to him because she needs to win the breakup. 
And I feel like when the breakup, that's a very, you know, uh, Curb Seinfeld, Larry David uh, yes. concept. And I would say when the breakup is literally the the storyline of the entire season, like, yeah, um, or the entire series, mm-hmm. um, which was actually surprising to me. So, like, I watched episode one, like, maybe, like, ten days ago, uh, because we were, like, saying, oh, we should, like, you know, I should, I should watch the things that we're considering to do next before we decide what we want to do next. So I just watched episode one, and I was like, okay, it's pretty funny. I could see there's potential here. But I didn't, I didn't even think of this as a... A continuous linear story. I, I thought it was kind of just like a you know, one-off sketch type show, um, for whatever reason. So, like to your point of like nothing happens in this episode, I was just like, okay, like when I, the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, like cool, like in, interesting, like concept, like they're making just like you know a bit on something. Like I could see like how you know further episodes of this show can be good. It did not occur to me at all that this was going to be like a running storyline of the season of this whole, like it's all the whole story. The whole eight episodes is about um, like, you know, getting her ex back or at least showing her ex she's doing well. It's uh, so that was surprising to me based off of the first episode. So you didn't feel like episode one ended with a massive cliffhanger. Like, will she win the breakup? <laughs> no, I thought it was yeah. just like a clever an observation. Of like, yeah. Yeah, an observation like this is a thing we all think about and like a way that this it, it would manifest. And then like I, it ends on something with like the Facebook post, um, which was like <laughs> um, this is this kind of rang true to me. But like, I mean, nothing like this has ever happened to me. But like the idea of like the friend who does the the, uh, you know, over declarative uh, Facebook post. Um, I feel like there's a lot of that going on, which I uh, I don't approve of. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Whatever could you be talking about? Um, yeah, it, it is. It is interesting though. What I appreciate about this episode, comparing it to like Herb, is you have because she's coming from a younger generation. Like, there's no way Larry could like explain like sort of social media status and depictions because he just he wouldn't understand that right. the same way as somebody who's grown up with it. Yeah. Um, you know, for, it, sure, for sure, it, for him, it's in the country club. How is he depicted or, or received or whatever? Yeah, no, there's so much of like the nuance of like, you know, what it means. And I mean, that, and that goes throughout this whole series, you know, when they're, you know, we'll see it a later episode, like they're breaking down like the exact wordings of the texts. Um, there's so much of in the like analyzing the nuances of social media posts and like the right way to post and the wrong way to post and, you know, how you're going to be perceived and how he's going to perceive your perception. And, um, you know, yeah, for sure, like social media plays a huge role throughout this series and it was uh took some pretty fun twists and turns mm-hmm. should we uh, jump to episode two um i yeah we can i just wanted to um say there was a one very probably the most uh curb larry david line of the whole series was in this first episode where she says that the two things that people lie about the most are allergies and being asleep yeah that was like such a Larry David yeah. like theory of life of like uh, you know the two ways that people somebody injures their neck is from yes. a car accident or from cunnilingus yeah and there's two things that people lie about yeah. um, when people lie about allergies do you think they're lying that they have allergies or they don't have allergies so I so I think what she was saying and I'm only thinking about it now I I don't even think I thought this at the time is she's saying that somebody sneezes in public and then everybody turns to them like you know do you have a virus are you sick why are you out and so you say, oh, no, it's my allergies as a way to say, no, I'm allowed to be out. I, I think that's what it is. I don't know. Like, but that's other... kind of like a po- that's kind of like a post COVID. Well, no, but well, I, I post COVID. I think, you know, you sneeze. Everybody gives you death stares pre COVID. Like yeah. people sneezed in public. You know, you wouldn't like stare at them horrified. But, you know, sometimes they would feel self-conscious, if, especially if they're like Cassie David. I don't know. What right. did you think of it? 
Um, so I thought of it in terms of people who just like don't like certain foods, so they say they're allergic to them. Oh, as an excuse to not eat the food? Right. Like someone yeah. asks you, like, you have any allergies? And you'll say, like, yeah, I have like a broccoli allergy because they don't want them to make broccoli. Yeah. Or maybe she's saying. Or like a ver- they have aversions to things and they just say it's an allergy. Like, so it's like maybe you get like a little ill from it, but that's probably in your head. Like you're not allergic to it. Yeah. So I'm maybe she's even talking about like people lying about like. I feel like at school a lot of or not even at school, but like at birthday parties and stuff. Uh, parents will say will like ask about like oh like did you make sure everything was peanut free and people are like yeah yeah sure but i feel like people aren't always like i, 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 I don't know i think yeah yeah it's fine come yeah yeah i like the uh the israeli products that basically say like americans are pussies like we will we need to confirm or deny that this has peanuts in it like you'll be fine um well you know bomba became such like a much desired product in america that now like that's why trader joe's makes it oh yeah cuz early because, exposure to peanuts prevents yeah. Um, prevents the, that allergy. Yeah, I was once at um, I was at a cousin's wedding, and we were um, you know, standing around at the smorgasbord before uh, the ceremony, and um, you know, we were standing. I think we were standing on a fruit a fruit platter, and they had mango, and like a few of us started taking some mango, and mm. we're all eating some mango, and one of my cousins says, you know, oh, I love mango; it's so delicious, but it's like so annoying that like it makes your tongue numb when you mm. eat it. And we said that it makes you you horny. (laughs) And she said, yeah, like whenever you eat mango, like you get like a tingly tom and tongue and sometimes it gets numb. And we're like, pretty sure you're allergic to mango. (laughs) Yeah, you should probably get that checked out. Um, So sometimes people lie about allergies so they can be in denial um, and continue eating foods that they like. If it's like an allergy, that's not too bad of an allergy. Yeah. So there's a lot of potential uh, directions of these lies. But yeah, it's not one I would have thought of right away. What about the other one about whether or not they're sleeping? Yeah, being asleep. Yeah. Um. So certainly people lie and claim they were asleep when they were really ignoring someone. Like, that's an obvious thing that people do. Oh, so um, to me, I've, the obvious one, and maybe it just shows, like, how we live our lives differently. To me, the obvious one is somebody calling at an hour that they think you should be awake, but you're asleep, and you answer the phone and say, hello. And from the way you say hello, they know you just woke up, and they say, are you sleeping? And then you always lie and say, no, no, I was awake. I'm awake. What are you talking about? Of course I'm awake. Why would I be sleeping at this hour? <laughs> no, is that um, just me? friend of the podcast Amir? You know that that could work. I mean, but it's in a similar vein. He he often lies about being asleep because um, while hanging out, he often falls asleep. Often, um, and sometimes yeah. he's and yeah, he sometimes sleeps for many minutes, sometimes even close to an hour. And then, if but is it a lie or is it he wakes up and thinks, "Oh no, I've been awake the whole time." Because when well, you're asleep, I, you don't always. I guess it's a lie. I guess it's a lie if you. Be- it's not yeah. a lie if you believe it. <laughs> exactly, I guess, but yeah. he's. So I, I. I do think he probably believes it. So maybe it's not a lie. But he always insists he was not asleep, even if it had been forty-five minutes yeah. uh, since the last time that he had spoken. Forty-five um, minutes is a long, uh, you know, window to get a, a sitting up nap in. I, I'm jealous of him actually that he has that skill. Yeah, he's an expert sleeper. Yeah, um, I feel like anytime I pass out unexpectedly, like on a Sunday afternoon, with, with like watching my kids or whatever, and it's always ten minutes. No matter how much like you wake up and you could tell me it's six hours, I wouldn't know the difference. But it's always ten minutes, <laughs> right? Yeah, I I had this I had it this morning. My um my daughter's camp. They were going on a trip to Hershey, mm. uh, Hershey Park in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Um, and so like they had to like leave like we had to like take them to the bus like at like six in the morning so they could like go to the bus and you know get the full day in. Um, so like I had to like wake up early and then I tried to go back to sleep and like, it took me like a while to fall back asleep, uh, maybe like half an hour. And then I was asleep for what felt like 30 seconds and then it was eight o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Very annoying. 
How long was it yeah, actually? So it's like it was probably an hour and a half. Like, but I think oh, I probably fell back asleep by like six thirty, and like I slept oh, that's almost bad. eight. Okay, that's yeah, fine. but like I, I didn't like I didn't feel like I slept. Like yeah. I was like, what? It's eight. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like I just like I was just awake two seconds ago. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, so no. I guess that's how Amir feels when he lies about being asleep. Yeah. <laughs> um. This was also this was also an episode where we had a character claim that her clitoris was still throbbing. So I think that's something we just want to put on the radar. Um, you know, if you were uh, considering whether to watch this show, this is a show with uh, that sort of dialogue. So whether that's a pro or a con is up to you. Yeah, the, yeah, this show is uh, not for children. Not for young uh, children. No, no, not for young children. Yeah. Um, maybe for adult children. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of um, uh, Hershey Park, should we segue to uh, Solidarity Cones, episode two? We should. And I would love to buy you a solidarity cone someday. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So you, would you get a cone? I mean, obviously a cone is better than a cup. Like, it's like ridiculous that anyone would even argue that. Like, cones are delicious. Cups you can't eat. As, yeah. Well, as it depends. Says. Well, it depends on the context, though. So I took my son to Dairy Queen today and he wanted an ice cream cone. And I said, no, I'm going to get you one better. I'm going to get you a blizzard. And he what like is a blizzard. Remind me. It's like ice cream and candy and like mixed up. It's like a milkshake, but no, like no milk. Just like it's just ice cream, but it's like mixed up with like candy and stuff like you pick, like put M&Ms in there. Oh, okay. and Oreos. So it's like a Hewley. So it's like a Hewley from uh, the coach replacing Hewlett. Uh, perhaps. Um, I'm, I'm probably doing a terrible job describing it. And people are yelling at their at their phones about what. what yeah. OK. Is. Well, it sounds, Anyways, it sounds but, delicious. Yeah. And yeah. so he said, but why can't I get it in a cone? And I said, because it's too good for a cone. That's what I told him. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess I hear that. I mean, like, you're, like, you're, think you about already the best, have all sorts like of ice cream stuff Sunday, in there. Like you don't need a cone. An ice cream sundae never goes on a cone, right? A cone is for when you're just getting ice cream, maybe a topping. like a, plain, plain ice cream, yeah. 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 I'm, so I'm in general not like super into ice cream toppings. I just like like the like the creamy smoothiness of ice cream. And like mm. I don't care for like there being pieces in my ice cream. Oh. Um, yeah, not I that mean, I never get any. We've had this discussion like, because you also don't you you want your peanut butter to be smooth. No, so I actually, I actually, I actually, um, Converted. have modified my position yes, on that. You've modified some. Um, I true. now enjoy both. I now enjoy both. So, so you don't like like a like a like a cookie dough ice cream, for example? I'm not against it. It's just not my favorite. I'd rather oh, no. The pieces are the best I'd, parts. Yeah, I'd rather creamy. Uh, or like with like yeah, little I, Reese's I, peanut butter cups in it, things like that. I mean, I like it. A Reese's peanut butter cup is delicious. Like, I'm not gonna. Right, I'm so not that you, so you're it. so you don't want a blizzard. Then you just want the pure. You want the pure. Yeah, I generally will will, will opt for. Yeah, I, I mean, I love ice cream in a cone. Like, it's it's delicious. Like, especially when you get to the part where it's like you're getting both ice cream and cone in, in every bite. Like, that's the best part. Hold on a second. So, like, wait, but, but why do you think that is? Follow through that logic. What if every? Bite I know what you're that? saying. You can have that in yeah. every bite of the whole thing. No, but you want both. You, you want a lot of it. You want a lot of the creaminess, and then it's like the ending is like you get like the crunchy. Like you need you, you want you want both. Yeah, I'm saying. So, both. so this way you right, so okay. this way you get like you get a lot of licks of <laughs> of creamy. I hear you saying I'm contradicting okay. myself. A little yes, bit. Um, but it's it's but it's like limited. It's like it's like you look forward to that end, but like you get like a good a good five ten minutes of just like you're just like licking delicious ice cream, and then you get the cone ending. Yeah. Um, See, I always need like mix, every- I need a mix of textures. I cannot eat like. Can you eat um, like hummus without pita bread, for example? No, I wouldn't do that. But that's also just because like the flavor is very strong. Yeah, I mean the flavor of ice cream is also strong in a different direction, but it's different. It's different. Yeah, yeah. No, I like hummus, but like, yeah, yeah. I, I or no, even I like shakshuka, I, I, which is like a uh, beloved Israeli Middle Eastern breakfast of like yeah. tomatoes and eggs. I can't well, shakshuka. Eat- but I can't eat a shakshuka straight. I need like pita or something. 
It's too liquidy. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's just because it's also like it's a mess to eat it. Otherwise, like you want something to like soak it in. Yeah. Even like even soup. I prefer when there's a, you know, some kind of crunch or something in the soup. To a, um, to, a to a soup that's only broth or only cream or whatever. Yeah, I, I hear that. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So, yeah, let's come back to ice cream. So, yeah. So Remy's yeah. friends go to get ice cream with her. And my main question from this episode is, why are these people even friends with this downer? Like <laughs> she's giving absolutely nothing. She's adding nothing to the table whatsoever. She's completely negative about everything. Well, she's yeah. You just I, broke up. I, I with her. That, she just but she's also like, I understand. Um, right. But she so is right, though, obviously be a factor, but she is right, as you said, that you can't like a cone more than a cup. Um, no, the opposite. You can't like a cup more than a cone. You can't like a cone. Yeah, yeah you can't like a cup more than a cone. Yes, but because they, they claim <laughs> right. they like the cup more than the cone. Yeah, that, I mean, the reasons you get a cup are either because it's less messy for kids. Um, so it's like, it's yeah. like, yeah, so it's like a convenience, especially if you're just like taking it on the go. Like, you know, you don't or maybe if like, you don't want carbs. Like, yeah, or if you don't want carbs, right? Or so it's yeah. like, all right, I'm having ice cream, but like, let's not yeah. go crazy here. I'll have it in a cup. Yeah, it's like when you eat. Like, like I, don't ter- the, I don't need the extra 300 yeah. calories. It's of when you coke. eat a terribly unhealthy meal, but you get a diet coke on the side. That's always I always watch. <laughs> right. people do that. Well, you know what? Cu- the cumulative effect matters. If you like, you you know, <laughs> making making good decisions. The difference is, between is the smart. coke and the diet coke is so much smaller than like one like percent in a vacuum. Of, like, the gravy in a vacuum, yes, but if you yeah. but if you do that for a year, then it uh, ma- it makes a difference. Yeah, but the difference is the is the main course that you're getting. All right, whatever. We don't have to get into this. I understand, but yeah. I, both matter. Yeah, both matter. Um, all calories matter. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, and then the rest. Random, so the rest of that. Yeah, this Go random ahead. acquaintance mentions in passing that her mom is a tumor. It's like it's very odd. <laughs> uh, My mom has a tumor. Yeah, I'm not going and just dropping that on random people in casual conversation. It's like, all right, I'll see you later. Yeah, right. No, it's it's there just to contrast the like, I guess, like yes, the, you know, the the level yeah. of the problems in the episode. Yeah. Um, like some people's pet peeves are walking too fast, and others <laughs> are the way that post menstrual people are treated. Yeah, and others are. Oh, is that is what was the? What was and the others level? are walking walking too fast. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. So yes. So people, you know, not all uh, not all negatives are equal, but you know. All complaints are valid. Mm. Yes. All right. Let's uh, let's go to episode three. And this episode really yeah. elevates from small talk <laughs> to medium talk. This episode's yeah, title is so. is tight vagina Melissa. Indeed, it is. And I I, I heard Cassie say on one of the podcasts that this was the episode where like she started to have ambivalence about like oh should like I be showing this to my parents especially my dad but mm. it's like nah I have to I always have to watch his embarrassing shit like he should have to watch mine yeah and, and honestly it's not well so let's talk about it so Remy finds out that her ex's new hookup Melissa has a really tight vagina mm-hmm. and then decides she's to- she's in fact known as tight vagina Melissa yes that's her name. And then, uh, hence the name of the uh, the title of the episode. And so, uh, Remy goes and finds another guy who has previously hooked up with uh, with TVM. And then he a- and this is where things get very strange. He asks her if he can quickly stick a finger in her quote the way a doctor would to compare or perhaps her t- two or perhaps two or she perhaps two. two might also be yeah. appropriate. Well, first, yeah, and, and, and maybe and the whole fist if you, yeah. you know if you feel like it. Yeah, and 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 this guy is very confused. He says, "Are you asking me to finger you?" 
And she's like, no, you know, the way a doctor would. I just want to compare my tightness to that of, of Melissa, um, who seems to have a serious condition that's like not something to be making light of. But um, <laughs> right, I don't yeah. know. Right. They, it starts off as, right, she has a very tight vagina. Then it's like, oh, no, the reason she has a tight vagina is because she has a medical condition. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like, it's there's, there's a little misdirect there. Yeah. In Curb, we learn all about a woman with a very wide vagina, of course. Um, yeah, so yeah, you really, um, I think you want to just like average those out and have a regular vagina. I think. Well, Remy I makes know. a reference here. I don't know so, a lot. Of, I don't know. I don't know a lot about this, uh, this issue. Remy makes a reference here to hiding something in a vagina. So well, I feel like, yeah, whether intentionally or not, there's a direct reference to her father's show. Yeah, I would assume probably not intentional. Yeah, Melissa certainly could not fit a baseball in there. No, no, certainly yeah. not. Um, so yeah, so the other like whole uh, subplot of this episode is that she's like she's she has this picture of herself at this party, like you know, supposedly having a good time, <laughs> and she wants to upload that to Facebook so that way her ex will see it and see that she's like out at a party having a good time. However, she decides that for her to post it herself would be like, you know, doth protest too much, uh, which is exactly what it would be because it's this entire thing that's manufactured. So at least she's self-aware. Um, so she asks a series of people if they would post it. And like none of them wants to uh, like water down the quality of their social media feeds with this picture. Yeah, <laughs> this random picture. But would, I mean, when you see somebody post a picture on Facebook, I mean, do you assume like the ex-boyfriend himself might think that, but others wouldn't think that, I don't think, right? Well, that's all she cares about is the ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, that his perspective is the only one that matters. So, yeah. Especially since she's now finding out that he's with this new, you know, tight vagina Melissa. Yeah. She's now extra attuned to what she thinks of him and is specifically wondering is how, you know, her vagina pairs in comparison to uh, to Melissa's. Yeah. Um, it, it is very interesting to me how they are in this social circle where everybody seems to know everybody, including everybody who's not at the party. Like, well, um, who, yeah. who is this group of people? Like, are they, are they, they're not in school. Are they like, like what, what's the connection between the social circle? Yeah. I wonder. I guess that that's, you know, very Kerbesque where it's just like everybody knows so everybody. everybody. Knows the, yeah. the world is very small. Yeah. Um, Listen, you, you can't walk down the street without finding somebody who has been inside tight vagina, Melissa. Yeah. Um, there's also this whole um, <laughs> really funny bit that I thought was a little curb-esque where she wants to leave the party because she's having a bad time, but like her, the person she came with is wants to stay because she's having a good time. Well, we've so literally seen is, this on Seinfeld, right? When they go to the party in Long Island in season two. Right, right. So her plan is that she's going to change the music to like bad <laughs> yeah. music to ruin the vibe of the party yeah. so that her friend will want to leave. Yeah, Th that's actually <laughs> great. Yeah. And that's another very Seinfeld. convoluted, like LDS uh, scheme here. But also two Seinfeld references in one, because, of course, uh, Larry Jerry also gets banned by Watley from controlling the music at his party because the previous year, while uh, Jerry thought he was getting jiggy with it, he was, in fact, killing the vibe. <laughs> um, so yeah, is, but you know, I don't this know. Is a double Seinfeld reference by Cassie intentionally. I'm double, sure. if, complete, for sure intentional. Yeah, incredible um, job by her. Yeah. All we needed for her to say was, "I got jiggy with it." Yeah, oh, no. or, or to say, "I gave him the big goodbye." <laughs> she wants to give uh, her ex uh, the big hello again, but um, yeah. So she's asking strangers, "Can you take this picture and post it on your social media?" <laughs> Um, is it Facebook? Is that where she wants to post it? Is this pre-Instagram? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just well. I know. I know one person. It was 
saying to put it on Instagram. Um, oh, because Facebook that is already, was, I think, like, Lily. very old hat, right? Like, yeah, I'm using Facebook directly. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know uh, exactly which. Uh, show, yeah, I probably never even heard of it. You know, these young people use. Yeah. Uh, they put it on the Snapchat. Mm, yes. Um, all right. Should we go to episode four? We shall. All right. So episode four, Remy V. Drone. Um, yeah, I, I, so we, we, we meet a bunch of new characters in this episode. So, of course, we, have, we haven't even mentioned, by the way, her two best friends with whom she does everything. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. should probably mention that. Yeah, they're like the main characters in the show along with her. Okay, so there's Owen, who is, um, and then, um, and then what, what's, the, what's the other one's name? I forgot already. Lily? Lily, thank you. Yes, Lily, who will have a birthday, and Owen and Lily are both also uh, very self-involved, very vain, very like Hollywood. Um, seem yes. to have a lot of time on their hands. Um, Owen, Owen is hilarious though. He's like everything he says is funny. I think. Yeah, he's very funny. Yeah, in this episode, um, he says, Lily's he very Remy V. Drone is not show. the next Roe v. Wade. I love when he says that line. And in twenty twenty two, it takes out a whole new meaning because oh, I that's hope so Re- funny. Be- because yeah. I was literally just as you, you read the name of um, Remy versus Drone, I took the letters and I started mixing them up to see what um, if there was any like anagram here. Um, but it's like it's Roe v. Dremen if you rearrange the letters. Yeah, I don't think that's intentional. Um, yeah, yeah, well, but- I mean, we could work with Dremen. Yeah. Well, listen, I just hope Remy is more successful than Roe ultimately was. Um Again, well, no, row one. Row doesn't give a shit about people seventy years later. No, row lost her legacy loses. No, she won the case. Also, I think she became like a very big anti-abortion. Activist oh yes, that specific person. Yes, I think was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just talking about the person. I'm saying row one. Yeah. She won her case. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think um, it was after she had already given birth. I think it was like retro. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, so it's unclear to me, and this is also very curb-esque, It's unclear to me why Remy gives the drone back at all. Right. Like like this whole episode is like sort of like Larry and like, you don't have to do this. Like, why are you doing this? Like they're droning you like just take their drone and steal it. Break it. Throw it in the garbage. What are they going to say? Like <laughs> right. you went into you. Th- you went into her property um, or by the way, why she gets out of the car with the boys to go get it back. Right. Like uh, the whole uh, like, why doesn't she just bail on them? Like she doesn't give a shit. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm very confused by uh, like from a story perspective, her behavior. Throughout yeah, this, episode. this was this was In my least favorite episode of, of of the series. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it didn't work at all. Um, the, two, the, the two boys like weren't funny or amusing. Um, and well, the whole, they were, like, it was just like I love, though, when when uh, it's not combined, if it's not two different people, that was the funniest line of the episode. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah, this I, this episode just like really did work for me. Um, anagrams that are available, by the way, are Roe versus V Reminds and Roe V Minder. So I don't know. Mull that over. Something there. Yeah. Um, this this whole series also kind of makes me think that it's in the same world as Modern Family. And maybe that's just because it's a show about <laughs> like rich people in suburban California. I don't know. Right. Um, but so I thought I was thinking of these two little douchebag kids as um, I forget their names, but, you know, the, the, the two Manny cousins. Like, and- yeah. Manny and the uh, yeah, I don't remember the curly haired boy's name. Yeah, his name. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Should we go to new friend? Episode five. New friends. New friend yeah. it is. So, yeah, this is uh, this is where she, uh, she says, as I said, you don't feel 100. Whoever feels 100. I've never felt above 72 in my entire life. Um, Remy rocking the earmuffs is hilarious. Her explanation about the wind and the dirty and the coldness. It's 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 insane, but it's insane in such a curb way to me. 
Yeah, and then you know we also have the whole like germaphobe thing. I mean that that oh, was just a like, classic yeah. Larry David, and like yeah. like the the progression there, and like her you know holding firm, and then like starting to give it to the boys, she like literally pours her water out just to like prove the point. Um, yeah, like doesn't well, that's in like Jerry, you know, burning his money outside the opera to show mm-hmm. how little he cares about money. Um, well, also she she has solutions to the obesity, hunger, and refugee crises, all in one. Very impressive. Very impressive, yeah. I don't yeah. know why she hasn't been more uh, accomplished. Yeah, I've uh, I've been getting uh, hate today on social media, very slightly, uh, in a very small, limited circle, for uh, hating Taylor Swift because of her mm-hmm. poor performance. Uh, but but these two girls, they hate Taylor Swift. Do we know why they hate them? Um, why they hate probably them? just from yeah. I mean, they're probably just like hipster. So like she's super popular, so they probably don't like her. Oh, because because the other the the other girl, the blonde girl in this episode, seems much more sort of like sincere. She seems like she would be a Swifty. Oh, so the context here, just very briefly, is um, it's like a it's like a it's a setup friendship where she's told, oh, here's a girl who you should go on a date with, uh, and, and so basically to to learn like tips. It's it's very odd. Why the other girls there, basically? Um, yeah, right. Like, wasn't it for her? I guess maybe this is a thing that she does. Yeah, it's out of the goodness of her heart. She's a, a yeah, good Samaritan. Which is an unusual concept, right? Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, but you know, we haven't yet been discussing like fucking assholes and come with guys, but Remy has to be the fucking asshole in this episode for the for her water, non-water sharing. Oh yeah, no, it's beyond insanity in that like yeah. the, this this woman who she just met and is like out of the kindness of her heart is like taking the time out of her life to meet a stranger to you know, yes, help exactly. her with her breakup and is like giving her like Probably and maybe up to five different like off ramps to be like, okay, well, like obviously you're joking about like not letting me have the water and like yeah. let's just like move on. Yeah. And she's just like, nope, like digs in, doubles down, triples down of like, yeah. no, I am not giving you this water. Like this is my water. Um, I like I love how she frames it of that like because of what's gonna happen here is that like you're gonna drink the water and then I'm gonna because I'm a germy like I'm not gonna want to have it anymore. But so then I'm just gonna be carrying around your water for the rest of the day. Yeah. By the I way, I love that. It's as like somebody, the frustration of that reality, as somebody who's like a Jeremy, but is also like not insane and also would be afraid of confrontation. Like I've been in this scenario where people ask for something, I give it to them, and then I'm not going to finish it. But I don't want to say that to them. Um, mm-hmm. So that that half I did, I was sensitive to the waterfall. I've never heard that name for that though. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I knew what they were talking about, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, I not uh, I not heard that uh, you know terminology. Yeah, but there is karma. Uh, in the world of 86 because uh, she gets her comeuppance for her assholery on the water issue by accidentally publicly sharing her breakup mix <laughs> and uh, thus yes. begins the first of her many humiliations. Um, I would even say the first. I mean, I feel like we've already, I mean, yeah, the but friend specifically, that we will learn that she will constantly post things and they will be public when she intends for them to be private. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, she's very she bad sure, at social media. Yes, if she did this in the Zoom era, like in the COVID era, for sure, she accidentally flashed herself naked on Zoom by mistake with her like teacher, right. like, you know, many things like that, because she's always sharing things that she does not intend to. Yeah, she doesn't understand how any of this works. Yeah. All right, should we go to the um, big boy? Episode? But like, I feel like it, maybe if everything that happens to her in this episode hasn't happened to everyone, like I bet at least one of the things that she does in this episode has happened to everyone in terms of like accidentally publicizing something that you didn't sure. think was yes, we've all done something or, like yeah. or, you know, like making something public or the whole, you know, we'll get into episode seven with the Instagram account, which that has for sure happened to me. Um, but we'll get there. Wait, let's see. Oh, we'll get there when we get there. Oh, what a teaser. Okay. All right, well, should we go to episode six, The Birthday Monster? 
Um, yeah, we shall. This episode really um, is the monster. Every other episode is like yeah. four, five, six minutes, and this one's twelve minutes. Yeah, this one is. Yeah, I was like shocked when I saw that's the your episode. big boy. Like, when I, you know what? When I went to this one, I was like, "Whoa, what's going to happen here?" Um, I would say that the episode length was not justified. Like, I don't like they kind of do like the same bit a few times at the beginning of like nobody cares about Lily's birthday except Lily is obsessed with her birthday, and like I felt I felt like that had diminishing returns. Um, and of course, Remy has no interest in being out, and it's just like trying to make up excuses to be able to just go home because she wants to be home. Yeah, and that's a thing that we've seen in Seinfeld and in Curve, of course, and it's not unique to that world, but. Yeah, there was so there was very much of like they they kind of like uh you know pinpoint earlier this whole thing about the curly hair at night and like she thinks that like that she doesn't look good so she can't go out at night with curly hair and the payoff is that like later you know at the end the way that she finally gets out of it is that she just goes to the bathroom and pours water on her hair to like make it look bad and like Lily is like oblivious to the fact that she's done this on purpose and like very, reminded me very much of that, you know, the Elaine and George and Peterman scene where he's yes. like, well, I have to leave because I have the women's conference. And yeah. uh, she was like, oh, and I have a men's conference. Yeah. Like, she, like she like play, she like made this like ridiculous play to be able to leave and like somehow didn't get called on it. But like if the other person tried it, like there's no way it would work. Yeah. Yeah. But but, but that is the shtick. Yes. It's completely absurd. Um, I mean, it really is like, you know, the uh, Bridezilla is a famous thing, but the birthday monster I was not familiar with. But yeah, Lily, I mean, imagine Lily at her wedding after this way. She is on her birthday. Yeah, and just like it's such a stupid thing to be this way with your birthday. Like it's like fine. Like it's like your wedding and it's like a once in a lifetime thing. And like it's a very big deal. It's very momentous. But it's like you literally have a birthday every year. Everyone has a birthday yeah. every year. Congratulations. Like it's, not, yeah, like, it's like not an accomplishment. Like, I know this is like cliche. I know I'm not the first person to observe this, but it's like, it's one thing to be like, okay, you want your birthday. It's like nice to like feel extra special a day. And like, you know, people, you know, reach out to you and it feels good. But like to be like this narcissistic about it, like it's everyone has it. It's not, it's not impressive. It's not a thing. Yeah. But like, if I'm being honest, I know uh, a few people who are not this bad, but who are, are very modified birthday monsters. I feel yeah, like I've it's met this super crazy. It's super yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. why is your birthday more important than anyone else's birthday? Like people who always take their birthday off from work. And again, I have no if you want to do that, go ahead. But people who act like, of course, they would and like are act like shocked that you wouldn't. <laughs> it's always very confusing to me. Like you're going to work. On no, your it's birthday? a random day. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just very time. thankful that I didn't get I didn't get many uh, voicemails this year. Um, or or even just like phone calls in general. It was like very heavy social media texts because like I very much resent this uh, notion that exists that in society that like a birthday is a special day where your reward <laughs> is you need to return a bunch of phone calls. Yeah. Or you have to be stuck on the phone for 27 minutes with your aunt, you know, with, yeah, you know like, who, oh, you, who so you, you like I, and you I, love. But like, so now yeah. it's, oh, it's, I just, I just, like, I finally finished working. I'm heading home. Oh, but first I need to make a list of all the calls I need to return because it's my birthday. <laughs> Yeah, because if somebody um, leaves me a voicemail and I don't call them back, I'm an asshole, right? Because it's my birthday, so they they have the uh, I'm obligated to speak to everyone. Yes, <laughs> uh, don't be so down and low energy. I just don't um, want to speak to anyone. Yeah, is as that, you said, is that so? Yeah, sorry, Lily, that's just my personality. A great line. Yeah, I mean, speaking to a person is just you know, it's yeah. not great. Who would want to do that? Now, in this episode, uh, do- of course, we meet Pete Davidson. Yes. So is this the uh, this is the I guess we'll get to it later. The, yeah, um, the cameos. Yeah, we have one. Cassie's real life boyfriend at the time, but he's right. here as a waiter. He's not here yes. as Pete Davidson. Yes. But well, we don't know that for sure. We're assuming. Yeah, it could be Pete Davidson moonlighting as a waiter. 
Yeah, he's on SNL, but you know, sometimes on SNL you have time to also be a waiter. Apparently, yeah. Um, he's. I mean, he, I don't know what far. SNL. I don't know what SNL pays. A lot of people in showbiz have to, you know, pick up some extra money on the side. Yeah, but their hours are. Although it could be the summertime, maybe they're off. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. He is by far the biggest star in the show. By far, oh, by, yes. by multitudes. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, even then, even then, like obviously now, like now he's the biggest star on SNL, which is insane. But I'm saying, but even then, he was by far the biggest star. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, my, I love Owen wants to play hardball with Chris Matthews. I laughed at that. <laughs> uh, we also uh, Owen claims he's never seen Lily eat dessert. She was just eating fresh toast at brunch. What are you talking about? That's not dessert. That's a main. <laughs> Please. When you get a French toast at brunch and they drizzle the, the powdered sugar on it and there's tomatoes and there's syrup and there's. Yeah. Chocolate. I mean, no. if you're getting if you're ordering French toast, you're, you're not getting eat, dessert. You probably all, you, no, you I mean, you do. You also you're eat a, dessert. You're, you're, like, eater, you're an eater of dessert. You're a dessert eater. Yes. Yeah. We Lily in, in we've spent 20 minutes of, with Lily in her life and she's uh, had ice cream in a cup and, you know, wanted to eat French toast at brunch. So, yeah. Owen's saying she's never eaten dessert. That's uh, how is ice cream? Anything but dessert? That's a snack, so it doesn't count. Um, no, ice cream could very well be dessert. No, I'm saying it comes at the end of a meal. It's ice dessert. cream has to be dessert. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else from the birthday monster, or do we move forward? Um, I think we're good. Yeah, there's a whole thing about whether or not right. potatoes have Wi-Fi, which I don't even know. I didn't even understand what that whole <laughs> line of uh, thought was. But um, yeah, this episode is definitely overstuffed. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, that's cat scan. all right. So cat scan. Okay. So this is, I love Remy says, not only has she never been excited before, she's never even said the word excited. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love, like Remy's great. <laughs> what a yeah, no, she's very funny. She's very yeah. funny. She's very wry. <laughs> I like, no, that's a cat scan. Nobody cat scams. <laughs> There's a whole confusion between cat scans and caps cat scams. Yes. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, so let's get to the yeah. So as soon as she she's signing up for a a Finsta account, and much like Kevin Durant, she's uh, she's going to make a big mistake here. Um, and I think the, the it, it's very obvious because they show the screen as she's entering it, and like step one is enter your phone number, and she enters her actual right. phone number, and yeah. so you immediately know uh, this girl's screwed. But uh, yeah, yeah so- and I so and I and I've done this. Um, not not anything that was a big deal, but like is this why you kicked off Edmo? <laughs> Yeah, maybe. No, I mean like I think it was like when I. Like I started like maybe it might have even been like our pretty, pretty good Twitter handle. And like it was only that like, oh, like I didn't like tell people yet that I was like doing this new podcast. It might not have been that, but like it was something like that where like I was doing a project of some sort and like I made a Twitter handle for it and like didn't realize that everyone that I know would like would see told that like I've created this Twitter handle. And it was like, well, that's like a stupid way to like inform people. Yeah, this is a thing. Um, so like it wasn't like embarrassing. It was just like stupid. Oh, okay. So um, you did the exact same thing as her. That's funny. I did the exact same thing as her. Yeah. I didn't realize that 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 it, I didn't realize it would do that. I didn't realize it would go into my contacts and tell everyone who has me in their contacts that I've created a new Twitter handle under a different name. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think it's like you should expect to do that unless you specifically know that that's a thing. Yeah. Horny porn Twitter sixty nine created by Ostensky. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> Yeah, so that's not what happened. Thankfully, yeah. uh, thankfully th- that by that was the second fake Twitter account I made. Yes. Um, so I knew to like, turn it off. Yes, of yeah, I put in a fake number. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but but yeah, this is now twice now in just uh, with what three episodes that she is accidentally uh, publicly sharing things. Um, yeah. So terrible job by her. Um, oh, but she gives it like a fake name, so it's it's even funnier. Like she's it's not even something that like oh 
if somebody found out it was you, it would not be the end of the world. Like, no, if anybody ever finds out this is her, it's deeply embarrassing immediately. Yeah, um, well, specifically her boyfriend, because yeah. her ex-boyfriend, because like she specifically went and like followed him and like all the girls that he follows so that she could monitor him. And like he obviously now knows that she's doing this. Yeah, it's like the um, remember that um, that that white Republican male guy who accidentally tweeted as a gay black man. Remember that? It's like a common. No. Movie. Oh, you definitely oh, didn't know this. that. Yeah, yeah you, this is like I, a I've very... probably seen them. I've probably seen the meme, but I don't. Remember yeah, it's it. a famous it Twitter on, thing. Some. um. Uh, in the run up to the during the 2020 uh, campaign, some Republican um, official of some sort, I forget who he is, uh, tweeted as a gay black man. Trump is the greatest one. And he's the only one who's ever cared about me. My life under Obama was slightly worse. <laughs> um, yeah. So that guy, uh, that guy made the same mistake, unfortunately, as Remy does here. Um, what else is that cat scan or do we go to texting the, the final episode, the grand finale of 86? Um, no, yeah, I mean, I'll just say that it was the like the, the punchline of cat scan where it's like the her friend basically tells her, like, no, this is obviously a scammer, and then she just like pays him anyway because she, she was only like 99% sure that he's a scammer and she didn't want to yeah. live the rest of her life, not one you know, yeah. in, in, doubting whether or not she like misjudged someone, so she just sends him the money, and then of course he's a scammer. Yeah, this is a this is a uh. <laughs> Um, I would say a great level of privilege, but unfortunately, I think there's a lot of people without her privilege who do that and then are just destitute and their lives are ruined. Um, but I yeah. love that the episode is called the cat scan, because, of course, there is no cat scan in this episode. There's only a cat scan. Yes, there's just right. There's just yeah. a, a one second misspoken where somebody mm -hmm. says cat scan. and They're like, no, cat scam. Yeah, no, but it's specifically because she says there's no such thing as a cat scam. Well, there is because that's what this episode has. Yeah. Um, yeah. So poor Cassie is cat scammed out of four hundred dollars. Hard to believe. All right, it so episode eight, it's four months later. We're in a whole new world. Remy has found Shining, a new guy. Shining, shimmering splendor. Yeah, Remy, Remy has a new guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a whole new Remy. She says, I want him to think I'm Spanish and exotic and eat dinner at 11. <laughs> to which so is it that she has a well, new guy you're, you're so Jewish much or as like she hooked up with a guy once? Oh, well, you're Jewish and anxious and can't digest food past seven. Yes. Well, <laughs> So she's trying, I guess you're right. So she hooked up with him once. She's trying to um, elevate small talk to medium talk. Right. And maybe from his perspective, she's trying to, uh, whatever the opposite of elevate, escalate, uh, de-escalate de medium talk to small talk. And he's not interested. He's only there for the medium talk. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But Span yeah, Spanish and exotic. Is eating dinner at 11, is that the cool time to eat dinner? 11? 11 is a little bit late. Hmm. I would say it's a lot of it late. Um, yeah, I try not to eat at the moment, like because I'm uh because I always yeah. eat late, so I'm trying to uh, yeah. stop that. So this is the episode where they they spend the, almost the entire episode just like crowdsourcing the, her texts one by one, the whole group, like yeah. every response, everything that she writes, and she I think she only writes like at the end of the day like one maybe two things in the whole episode because it's like it's just like back and forth you know analysis and debating about is this the right thing to say no no that'll throw them they'll ruin everything um but this um, is also yeah. i think you know i mean we've seen this before like in seinfeld with writing letters and stuff like that it's a yeah. new concept doing it with social media but i'm sure that it's i'm sure there's people who do this right I mean, even yeah, if you don't do it with like other people, to the... you do it with yourself. You like reread something three times before you send it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, with like texting, there's just like something to like the real time nature of it where like it just like lends itself to like you just have to overanalyze each word when it's like uh, a situation like this. Hmm. 
Yeah. Where you're like, you're like so concerned about like not saying the wrong thing. That's going to like drive the person away. Yeah. Um. So that's 86th. All eight episodes. Of that's it. 86th. Let me ask you, Alex. What do you what do you get out of being desired? Raped? <laughs> uh, thankfully, no, hasn't happened yet. Okay. Um, good. Good. To your knowledge. <laughs> to my knowledge. Yeah, you could have been raped while you were asleep. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's keep going. Well, I don't know how official any of these rankings really are. <laughs> uh, what is your rating for this uh, series? It it was definitely very fun to see, um, especially with the like you know, the the framing of this being Larry David's daughter and just in, in some ways just like a continuation of that, uh, even though it's not that in any form, shape or way, but just like coming off 110 episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm, there's no way, other way for us to view this, I think. Yeah. Um, I and I I thought it was like true to form in that regard. It was you know it certainly if you know if you kind of think this is one like kind of like extra long episode of Curb, um, it it certainly wouldn't be among the best episodes, but it wouldn't be among the the worst either. Um, I would say that this episode or series was pretty 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 good. Um, I'll give it two and a half pretties because there was stuff there. Uh, it didn't necessarily all come together, but um. You know, good ideas. You know, I think Remy's a really great character, and I had a good time. Yeah, I'm exactly where you are. Um, overall, it has a few funny moments. Uh, it's only okay. So yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty good. That's that's where I am as well. Oh come on, be a come with guy. Who is your come with guy? Uh, my come with guy is Owen. Um, he uh, has definitely the highest hit rate in terms of you know successful jokes um he's like very much a um you know change of pace to the two female characters that are either a downer or just like very unlikable um respectively um so you know he definitely adds an element to the show that makes it uh, a lot easier to to get through yeah the interesting thing to me is owen is like most clearly a stereotype of all three of them but i think because he is it gives him like the freedom like he, he they, like they don't even really need to establish character they're just like saying like oh here's like the the cliche like gay best friend or whatever and then mm-hmm. because of that everything he says is hilarious whereas the other two they have to like make this effort to try and develop these characters for them and in the case of lily she's like obnoxious and you know it's just like i feel like like both of the female characters spend a lot of time trying to like develop a character and owen doesn't owen's just sort of like you know hanging back and having fun mm-hmm you're a fucking asshole. That's what you are. Speaking of uh, the other two characters, uh, who's the fucking asshole? Um, I think the fucking asshole has got to be Remy's ex-boyfriend. Um, you know, you have this lovely girl. She's a pleasure. She's a doll. You know, who could think they, they could do better than such a person? You know, you have the opportunity to, to have this person in your life and you just like let her get away. I mean, just just like brilliant, capable, hardworking, ambitious person who knows how to use social media properly, <laughs> uh, doesn't commit social media faux pas. Um, it's just like, just a delight to be around in all ways. And you let her a, go. A vagina of regular this, tightness, presumably. A regular tightness of vagina. Um, and, you know, you, you create this whole series of, of events that just goes in all sorts of directions that, you know, who could ask for that? And because of that, this guy who is unnamed is the fucking asshole. Hmm. Uh, is it not Pete Davidson? Is he the fucking asshole? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's um, what's his name? That 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 actor, the the young guy that everybody likes with the long floppy hair. 
<laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Like a famous young uh, white male actor who's been. Like, oh, a famous nom- young white male actor. No, that who's been nominated for Oscars. Who's like under 25 years old. He's like the only one. Oh, my God. What's his name? You know what I'm talking about. I'm sure if you said his name, I would know what you're talking yeah. about. Name name an actor under the age of 25 who's been nominated for an Oscar. Under the age of 25? That's so young. Yeah, that's my point. He's the only one. Oh, my God. That's annoying. I don't know. Do I have to now look up Oscar nominations? Was he nominated for an Oscar in 2022? I, I, I Googled it and found it in one second. Okay. Who is it? Well, I, I, they just showed us. I Googled young actor, long hair. Um, uh-huh. well, what's this guy's name? You, 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 Timothy Chalamet. You the, that's it. Oh, Timothy Chalamet. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, you should have just said the guy that Akiva hates. I didn't even remember that Akiva hated him. That's how doesn't he hate him? Timothy he has Chalamet. something. They have something. He has something with Timothy Chalamet. No, maybe, maybe he loves yeah. him. I don't know. Maybe there's beef. something. Something from so, there's something from Renap with oh, okay. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Who could keep know. track? Yeah. Anyways, so Timothy Chalamet, and Pete Davidson, Cassie David, and Larry David were all hanging out together. There's a few years oh, ago. Oh, yes. Remember? Yes. And, and saw, like, and Larry was laughing every time of his life, but it's like, look at his friends are like, you know, his friends are like these like three young, extremely, or the other two extremely popular, extremely famous with like a very different generation. It's like, oh, look how hippie he is. But it's really, mm-hmm. it's his daughter, Cassie, who's making him hip. Yeah. 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 Or so maybe not. I don't know. That. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe Larry's the life of that party. For me, the fucking asshole is Lily. Remy's a downer, yeah, but she's funny. <laughs> Lily has no redeeming qualities in this show. Yeah, she's very unpleasant. She's yeah. a repugnant person. Yeah, I don't know why Owen is friends with either one of them, actually, if you think about it. Owen should yeah, be one of the better friends. Yeah. I would just stop with the Ted dance. <laughs> Who's he? He's somebody. What about me? You're nobody. Why him? Why not me? He's good. You're not. I'm better than him. You're worse. <laughs> much, much worse. All right, so uh, is there a cameo in this episode? You tried to uh, imply that perhaps this is real-life Pete Davidson, uh, you know, with the, with a side hustle as a waiter. Yeah, well, you know, we, I was kind of joking there, but you yeah, know, there are yeah, some yeah. other possibilities here. Okay. Um, Owen is played by a person named Owen Thiel, so that's not Owen. you know. Oh, so he's a member so, of the Richard of the Richard Lewis Club. Potentially, if he's, he's playing, playing himself. himself. Yeah. Well, is his character's name himself? His no, character's name is Owen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, then there, there, there's there's a similar thing with. Emily Weiss plays a character named Emily, who I don't even remember. Mm. Um, so, so this is like an early curve. An early curve. Everybody's character right. had their real life first. And time. then we have um, two characters who play the part of twin, um, played by two fellows named Alex Schiff and Ben Schiff, mm. who I assume are real life twins. So therefore, are we able to conclude that they too are playing themselves as opposed to just other twins? Yeah. So are they actually like Jewish net Jewish Nebuchs or are they Jewish actors portraying Nebuchs? Is the yeah, it's, a good, it's hard to yeah. know. Um, if if, uh, if only Cassie David had answered our emails, um, we'd be oh, able to answer these her. questions. Oh, that's funny. Oh, I emailed her. Oh, I emailed oh, her. Nicely done. She ah. ignored me. She snubbed me. I still cover. I still talk for an, uh, about an hour about her show, but um, yeah. not notwithstanding the fact go that po- she's not. Go me. post her feelings on social media. You got to win this breakup. Yeah. Right. Well. Postman, postman, come here. here Tell okay. the neighborhood right, what a shanda, Larry, uh, uh, Larry uh, David. Not only are you a lousy Jew, but you're a lousy human being. He screws the wife of a man in a wheelchair. A shanda. Maybe you should have given me some candy. You're a lousy Jew. 
I don't even know if I should ask. Do we have a postman this episode? We certainly do. We oh, certainly wow. do. We got uh, two letters in the postman this week. The first one is from Jim Crumley, who says 86th was decent fun, even more than Curb. It was a window into a strange world. Two out of five pretties. Come with guy is Lily. With Ooh. her extreme birthday and sage words, she kept the show going. <laughs> Fucking asshole is Remy's ex-boyfriend. Ah. Duh. Yeah. So Jim is with me. <laughs> and then we turn to close the postman out to Zach Brooks. Ah, who, uh, the new Olin Allen. No, Olin Allen. Um, Olin, Olin Allen, we hardly knew you. Your streak is over. Yeah. 110 um, episodes and that's it. That is it. <laughs> um, never to be heard from again. Yeah. Um, he so Pretty Zach actually time. ranked each episode individually. Oh wow! He what said, a, "Wow, um, okay." So so Zach's yeah. the come with guy, which I guess by definition means that Jim has to be the fucking asshole. Sorry, that's how it works. Or, yeah, yeah. I guess. Oh, it could works. be one of us. Um, I guess. Yeah, it could be one of us, or it could be Olin. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. It's Olin. Yeah. He also oh, said he didn't yeah. like this week's episode of Breaking Bad, which seems like an impossible opinion to have. Okay. Oh, and you're the fucking yeah. asshole. What do you do? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't let you into the bar mitzvah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We made him sit out on the fence the whole time. Yeah, that was not nice. Yeah, he was able to. He was able to hear, but he couldn't see anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, episode one, Zach gives three pretties. Episode I mean, two, I guess he gives three pretties. True. He he was able to hear, but he couldn't see anything. No, yeah, that is actually true. you could barely hear on the podcast. Let's be honest. <laughs> right, you could neither hear nor see. Yeah. I, I I think but I edited the, uh... like all but two minutes of it out. Yeah, yeah. We, it was, we were uh, up it was for like several hours, and like we were. It was definitely shorter on the podcast than it was in real life. Yes. Um, Zach was episode three, two and a half. Episode four, two. Episode five, four pretties. Episode six, five pretties. Which one is that? That is the birthday monster. Oh, interesting. That's the one that I thought was too long. Um, episode seven, four pretties, and episode eight, three and a half pretties. Overall, the show got better as it went. I I definitely agree with that as an overall trend. Like the more time you spend with the characters. Um, I thought the funnier they were. Yes, I give the series as a whole three and a half pretties, but I was left. I felt unfulfilled at the end of each episode, and especially at the end of the season. I I kind of agree with that. There was definitely like an abrupt feeling, which was probably intentional. But um, and you know sometimes that could leave you wanting more. Um, high maintenance, for example, the web series I loved for that. That like every episode went ended, and I was like, oh, I just I wish I had like five more minutes to like spend with those people that we met in this episode because like like you get to dig like just beneath the surface on those characters. Um, here I felt like that abruptness was not to the benefit of the series. Yeah. Um, that was me, not Zach. Um, I'll continue with Zach. I liked some of the running themes through the season, like how Remy accidentally shares both the breakup spot list and the burner Instagram account. Um, I yeah, very much agree. There was also this like running theme of like her like hip like whether hypocrisy or just like fake feminism that like she like would say all the right things, but then like when it comes down to it, she'll like do like horrible things to like shame other women if it's so that she could like get one in on her ex. Yeah. Um I thought that was really excellent that like the way that she's exposed that way that like she yeah. you know pay will pay lip service but like when push comes to shove she's like perfectly willing to throw someone under the bus. Yeah, that um Bill Burr has a new stand up uh on Netflix where he makes a joke about that about how um his specific point is 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 all the women who are preaching uh feminist goals but then are watching the Kardashians and are glorifying them as like the ideal. So um <laughs> I, I'm not trying yeah, to. Well, I'm, I'm just. I'm just repeating what someone else said. 
in a, yep. in a more yep. humorous way. You, we, we neither endorse nor disendorse the joke by Bill Burr. Yeah. No, the joke is very funny. Um, yeah, because it's not the EDC that I just said. But yeah. Um, all right. So are we ready to talk about uh, next week? What we're doing next week? No, no. We still have a little bit more. Um, oh, Zach, more so. Zach. Oh, give me more Zach. Yeah, sorry, we we didn't quite finish it. Um, she she he goes out to say that Remy is as bad as technology as her dad. He says the birthday monster was the apex for the season. Really funny and relatable idea. I would say Talking. relative to age, worse. Larry's better than my uh, parents, but Remy's much worse than me. <laughs> Yeah, Remy's very uh, sloppy on social media. Yeah. Much like Poppy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking asshole is the Facebook tagger. She sets the tone for the whole show as the annoying clueless friend and the come with guy is Owen. I cracked up that his phone lock screen is with Massey's. Yeah. And he has a, and he was a better friend than Lily. Yeah. Um, wow. Great email from Zach. Great email. Yeah. I feel like okay. that email was better now... than the podcast that it appeared on. <laughs> probably yeah um, but we'll leave that to the, to the listeners to yeah. let us know but uh i think you're correct mm. <laughs> all right do we discuss next week now uh yeah let's let's yeah. don't you hate to be continued on tv i mean the whole reason you watch a tv show is because it ends if i wanted a long boring story with no point to it i have my life <laughs> what, are we, and, what are we doing next week well next week hopefully we'll have listeners who are sending in emails that uh exceed uh us in uh in commitment and uh entertainment i don't know um yeah i just i really like that yeah, that would be back. great we could yeah. just we could just read we could just read people's emails as the whole episode and we don't yeah. really work send good emails yeah is that great email but 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 don't be afraid to send an email because it won't be good because all emails are good just send email um let all us emails know. are good yeah they take up time we could let take it, like an hour 10 episode let us know that you're engaged, make an hour and a half that someone's engaged uh, in this activity if we're continuing it so i think yeah the, no it would be oh, nice to know there are people on the other end yes okay so I let's always talk love about to hear from you let's talk and we also about, would love if you would send us money <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> but, if, not, but if it, but if it all you can spare is an email, we'll take yeah. that. And not limited to this podcast. If anybody in the world wants to send me money for any reason, you know, I mean, provided that you can afford to do so, I welcome you to do so. So, yeah, no, we'll, we'll we accept yeah. the money. You, you don't have to be a podcast listener. You don't, you don't have to know anything about me. Uh, you can despise me. Yeah. Um, all right. So the, I think the plan that we discussed at the end of the last episode was that we're going to uh, discuss the rehearsal, the new nathan fielder show that's debuting on hbo on friday which is tomorrow correct that's the plan that's the plan um i'm excited about it i feel like this show has gotten a lot of fun fanfare oh okay so i'm i'm very unexcited about it and nervous about it because i feel like and i think um akiva on a podcast today with ali uh ngog i think he made reference to the same thing like i think you want to watch something at least Perhaps not all of the hosts, but at least somebody involved in a podcast should have watched something before they podcast about it. Or have like, I don't know, just to um, like, what what if it's not podcastable? What if we've been like, I'm not so saying we'll stop. Be good. Might, okay, yeah, I guess that's true. We're not. See, in my head, like we're pocketed. We got to do the whole season. We're above the policy. We're, yeah, above, we're above the policy. Yeah. Why, why? Like I had this. If, like, if, if after two episodes, we're like, this show is not good and or it's just like not fun to talk about. Like, we'll. We'll stop. Like we don't. Yeah, have I don't to... think you. I don't think you know me. But... <laughs> what? I said I don't think you know me well enough. Uh, if you think I, I, I could just I, stop, I... you'll have to stop me. Um, yeah, because no, but why? I'll have to tell myself why are you doing this. If you don't like enjoy doing it, then stop doing it. But um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's very obvious. Yeah, well, it's normal. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Um, I mean, I'm excited for the show. Yeah, I'm just I, I'm like nervous. Like I, I'm gonna have to watch it with an eye on like podcasting about it. So um, yeah. I'll give it a couple watches, perhaps. Yeah. Should we uh, should we watch the trailer together? Oh, sure. 
Yeah, so, so we should we should mention, of course, that this is a show that comes from the mind of Nathan Fielder, Fiedler, Fielder, Fielder. Um, Wait, is that is that a reference, or? Oh, there, there's a guy. There's a guy. I've been Fiedler, told there's a guy Fiedler, no, um, who's a big asshole. Oh, <laughs> oh, I thought okay, I because th- Av and Ali, uh, excuse me, Akiva and Ali on. I've been told my. Wait, pause for a second. On NGOG. Yeah, sorry. That literally happened today. Ali said, "Oh, really?" Fiedler instead of Fielder, and Akiva said, "Why?" And Ali said, "It's because of a different." Uh, hold on, hold on. Okay. He has to vacate the premises. Oh, oh yeah, we expected that. I'm surprised it took this long. Well, what actually happened was she fell asleep to my dulcet tones, and mm. then and then she just got a page for work. At, at Did she lie and insist that she wasn't sleeping? Yeah, so who was the who was the fiddler from? Oh, um, Ali said like the Hillel House at, at, at a Northwestern or something like that was called Fiedler House. Mm. Something like that. Got um, it. In my head, she said the Hillel at Northwestern. She might have said like the just like a random building. Um, and she might not have said Northwestern, but I think she did. <laughs> so really, it could be anything. Could you I, don't, be I, I don't think she, I don't think she said Michigan. So. All right. So what were we talking about? Oh, so we were we were talking about how the rehearsal comes from the minds and is uh, created by Nathan Fielder, oh, who yeah, is yeah. most famous for yeah. having created and starred in Nathan for You. I know a show that both of us loved, yes, and which we had considered choosing as our next project, and you know we may still choose as a further project. I would feel like if this show, the rehearsal, is awesome and we have a ton of fun podcasting about it, I feel like that would increase the odds that we would say, let's uh, dive further into more Nathan Fielder if we're feeling on a, if we're on a high. So I guess that remains to be seen. I was feeling nervous because I was like, again, you know, as I said before, it's, an, it's a show we haven't seen before. What if it's not podcastable? And then I was also like, oh, and then by the time we do this, then we can't do Party Down anymore because then we'll run into the new season of Party Down. So yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I don't know why I have a, a this pessimistic attitude towards it. Uh, the consequences are so low that it really doesn't matter. So yeah, it's just your personality. Yeah, <laughs> um, the consequences are quite low indeed. I would say let's definitely commit to doing two. Like you don't want to write it off after one episode if the first episode. Is write it off. <laughs> yeah, we're the ones writing it off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if after two episodes we're like the show sucks or it's just like not f- conducive to talking about, then I like, don't think the show's gonna suck. I'm very time. confident I'm gonna like the show. There's, yeah, I think I will like it. There's so that no it'll, it'll, world. It'll probably be fun to talk about it there's no world in in which i'm not watching the entire season like you were saying give it two episodes there's no i mean the first episode could be a guy sitting on a toilet for half an hour and (laughs) and i would still watch like well obviously watch that sounds amazing (laughs) some people pay 10.99 for that um yeah yeah i think it'll be fun um so yeah so why don't we why don't we check out the trailer just to see if we can get some idea of what we're getting ourselves into here Mm, okay Let's have an idea. I've been told my personality can make people uncomfortable. Hey, how to make love all night. Oh, well, you know. I think we're going (laughs) to get along pretty well. (laughs) But I've learned that if you plan for every variable, a happy outcome doesn't have to be left to chance. This conversation's going pretty well. Yes. So that's no accident. Everything that's happened today, <laughs> I've rehearsed it. Hey, hi, Nathan. Hi. Dozens of times. Uh, in a replica of your home. This is what we can do for you. You and you. 
you know, just off the top of my head, I would say, sure, let's go with it. Well, this is going to be fun. It will be. My goal is for your rehearsal to reflect reality. The government has Sasquatch liaisons. I love you, Daddy. With this show, if your performance isn't accurate, you could ruin someone's life. This is all sort of absurd. Keep them crying. Don't let up. Okay. I've got to tell you something. I don't want to talk to you again. Do you find it's been healthy for you here? Mm. Are you sure you want to do this? I don't really like lying to people. You're a liar. Yeah, neither do I. You're Willy Wonka and I'm Charlie Bucket. I'm the bad guy. In well, I... but he's a dream maker. Okay. And you're doing, you're making some dreams happen but for me. But kids died in the factory. Well, they supposedly died. I... I'll, I'll read the book again just to to, to look into it. Yeah. So I I will say, uh, having watched that trailer, um, you not I can't say yet? I have any idea what this show is. Um, I think I might have seen it in passing, but yeah, I have no fucking idea what this show is. Oh, based on okay. the trailer. So it, it was having seen the trailer that I had all my doubts and like seeing it again, like rekindled them. Like this show is going to be like interesting and entertaining and like, oh, my goodness, for sure. But is it going to be like, ha ha? Like, I don't think it's going to be ha ha much at all. Maybe I, not, but does it have to be ha ha for us to be able to have, talk about it? I don't think so. I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see. Yeah. If I wanted something long and, and uh, terrifying or whatever, I have my life, you know, uh, whatever, whatever the Jerry line. But like, I don't know. I just, yeah, to, to me, like, I, I like the appeal of like podcasting about like a show that's like, you know, going to bring laughter every week. But we'll see. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it might be really interesting and, and fun to talk about. Um, yeah. I would have done a podcast about, about Game of Thrones at the end. I mean, I felt unnecessary because there were others who do so much more than me. But like, you know, I, I enjoyed endless conversation about that. And there weren't too many laughs down the stretch there. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I I must stress once again. Spoiler alert! I, I have no idea. Club. Yeah, I have no idea yeah. what this show is. Brand, Brand, Brand's um, the closest. He's the, very funny. A lot of trailer. good jokes. Um, can you would you, can you based on the trailer or based on anything else you've read say what this show is in one sentence? Yeah. So I read. Did you read the New Yorker profile? Excuse me, the New York no. Magazine profile. No. Okay. So he, he's on the cover of New York Magazine. So I read that article and I saw this trailer and then I stopped looking into it further. Um, but based on those. Yeah, he's as it says, he's taking real life people and creating like replica versions of their life so that it can be practiced over and over and over and over and over again. So that when they uh, go do it for real, they've, uh, you know, perceived all the possible um, every possible outcome and sub outcome and, you know, like reaction and counter reaction and et cetera, um, I think is how it's sold. Um, which is kind of similar to what he did on Nathan for you, but this is like much more expansive, even though, I mean, Nathan for you, by the end of it, some of the things he was doing were, were quite large and, you know, taking up a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of other people's uh, you know, attention. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So without getting indeed. into any we, spoils, spoilers there. Yeah. Well, we, we, I don't, we, we, we haven't even really said what Nathan for you is, which was a show where he would uh, oh, pitch yeah, uh, business owners on very uh, harebrained schemes to, Increase profitability in their business. Um, most but of his like, ideas were these are real life people. These are yes. real life people with whom he's interacting. And I mean, obviously, it's highly edited and whatnot. But it's you know somewhat their reactions are sort of reality TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it was a very fun, cringy, occasionally brilliant show. I think I think the cringiness is what I'm afraid of. Like um, we've discussed, like there are shows that are cringe, and I enjoy watching them. But yeah, but I get like almost heebie-jeebies even like talking about them too much. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I think it. Yeah, I, I we'll forget, give it a shot. 
I think I think and I forget now it was um it was review. That was the, that was the one that Akiva likes more than anything for you, right? Um, could be. I don't. I watched a couple episodes of Review and was not into it. Oh, it's. Do Do you like How to with John Wilson? I do. I don't know how but, you like those two shows and don't like Review. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, How to Review is also Nathan Fielder. How to with John Wilson? Yes. Yeah. Review? No, Review is not. Um, yeah, but, but it's a similar. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should retry Review. I I watched a couple of them and didn't love it, but maybe if I give another shot, I would like it more. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Okay. So next week we will be back to discuss the uh, season premiere, the series premiere. Uh, it will be on HBO Max on Friday, July fifteenth, or I'm sure you can find it other ways if you are industrious and desirous of doing so. But the rehearsal, starring Nathan Fielder, will it be pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, what are we doing here? Are we all done? I think I think we should uh, leave that behind us <laughs> because it's very annoying and and they cumbersome way to end the podcast. Yeah, um, but I don't really know what other way there is to end the podcast. I guess we could just say bye. <laughs>